0: Welcome to the Coconut Connection, a podcast where we share our cultural views about various topics to inform, empower, and hopefully entertain with humor. In other words, it's cheaper than therapy. I'm your host, Jade Fox. And I'm G the Supreme. Baby Yodas we are. Jedis we are not. Yet. Hmm.
1: Welcome to Coconut Connection, our first episode. Yay! Yes. Um, so my name is G the Supreme, and I'll tell you a little bit about myself. So I am married um for 13 years. We have two fur babies, um, both chihuahuas, um, the the apples of our eyes. Um, I'm in my fabulous 40s, and it's been actually really great. Um I consider myself a creative. I have multidisciplinary artist, I guess you could say, meaning that I do I dabble in a, a little bit of here and there. So I like to write about things, um, um, painting, water, watercolors mostly, um, drawing, I play music, I like to sing, I craft, I started up knitting again, and sewing I do off and on, so... Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I'm sort of exhausted. I
0: <laughs> of all that. Um, <laughs> I just sit at home. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> so what I don't do, so I do a lot of that, but what I don't do is I don't cook. I mean, I can cook, but I don't cook for my husband. He's the cook in the house. Um, he'd rather cook actually. Um, he, um, He's really good help on that. Um, I don't have time to clean as much as I would like to because I'm so busy. Um, I'm also addicted to reality shows. So I watch a lot of uh, Real Housewives. Um, I like, I just like all the drama and it's like an escape from reality for me. And um, I love and addicted to planners. I started up that obsession about a year ago so, meaning that I had seven planners working out this month. I mean, this year, I was working out of seven planners. It was pretty
0: crazy. But what's great is that you, <laughs> you had a handle of all of them. Like, they're all really oh, detailed thanks. and thanks. good. Yeah. I wanted to plan my life.
1: Yeah, no, I just, I live for it. Like, I live for uh, planning. Like, in fact, I just got a whole planner just for the podcast. So, Um, (laughs) and with the planner obsession, I'm also obsessed with pens and markers and brush tips and anything. I mean, um, anything. I just love writing. I'm always the note taker, like, in, in any situation. You're like
0: a historian.
1: I do. I do like to document, like, the past and, like, so... I will, that's what I plan to do. A document This is kind of a documentary, historic thing that we're doing right now. So,
0: Jade. Well, there's not much to say. I think uh, I can't follow that. <laughs> oh, just, you know, I'm just married with two kids. Just. There you go. No, no. <laughs> um, well, I'm married. I have two kids, two cats, and a dog. So, basically, a menagerie. Mm-hmm. I consider myself crawling up that hill towards 50, Literally i am a perpetual writer and dieter successfully failing at both <laughs> i'm in love with everything romance whether it's books movies poetry music i love it all yeah that is true i love motorcycle adventures with my husband um we go for jaunts for five six hours at a time. Wow! Really? Yeah, yeah. Like where have you gone? Um, we've gone to Castaic. We've oh, gone wow. up to Ventura. We've gone along the coast. I mean, we are wow. excited to plan our adventures every week. That's it's awesome. such a freeing, mm-hmm. wonderful thing. Um, so I love to do that. I'm also incessi- incessantly hopeful. I can't talk. Right? I can't speak. <laughs> but I'm also a closet pessimist. What? The heck is a closet pessimist? Well, I've never heard that before. That—that's me. That's me. You, look, <laughs> I don't know. you see my name in the dictionary. I am always like hopeful about things in person. You know, when mm. you see me, I'm encouraging my kids, I'm encouraging my friends, mm. but secretly, I'm always like a doomsdayer. Like every, the glass is half <laughs> empty. You know, the world is gonna end. That's basically wow. what I, I know. It's terrible. It's a terrible way to live, but. <laughs> What can I say? That's very unique, by the way.
1: So our podcast is called the Coconut Connection. So you're probably wondering why the Coconut Connection. I almost want to sing the Rainbow Connection, <laughs> the lovers, the dreamers. That's from, I don't know. Will from our, the Muppet Show, by the way. Will our listeners know what that? <laughs> I know exactly. I just dated myself. Um, so why the Coconut Connection? So. Um we were a bunch of coconuts. I mean, we are very nutty and um we both have the similar backgrounds which is uh we grew up in families that had both cultures in it, which is the Filipino yes. culture and the and the Hawaiian culture. Yes. And then so very coconut and then we had um, my parents used to always probably say that, like, where did you hear the news from? Like, yes. to The heard the coconut connection. Coconut connection. Yes. <laughs> so it was like, where did you hear the gossip from? You know? So, um, so that's we, why we came up with that. It's also a way for us to communicate. So that's the gossip line. We're not going to talk about gossip, but yes, it's, not a gossip. Are, it's not a gossip mm-hmm. thing, but we thought we always have these great conversations, that have to do with um, popular culture or maybe our culture. And um, we wanted to communicate that conversation to start a dialogue, maybe with others that maybe can chime in, add on, um, maybe enlighten us with, uh, with anything. We are um, like first, first, no, first or second generation. First generation. First generation. I mean, most most of our, our parents, um, like, came from Hawaii. So, yes. within there, and our grandparents came from the Philippines. Yes. So, um, we always are up to learning anything and everything about our culture and to uh, just to kind of empower and um, with humor, basically.
0: Well, and growing up, we've always taken on creative outlets, we've done blogs, we've done journals. Mm videos, passion projects, photography projects. Yeah, I really mean, this does. podcast just felt like a natural next step for us. Yeah. And it's some, you know, documenting it for our families, you know, our lives maybe we can learn something. Yes. You know, we're always open to grow. We're always learning something new. And besides, we just like to talk. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so why not? There's this, you know, there's a saying called talk story. Um, remember those times where we had family parties and like, it was always my family that always left first.
0: Was it? I don't remember Cause that. I, don't,
1: I think because my mom had to go to work other than that. Okay. Yeah. So yes. she had to go to
0: work. It, it was
1: on a S- Sunday or whatever. My mom always had to go to work at three. So we always have to leave early. But the funny thing was, is that. My dad would tell us to get in the car, and they'd put us in the car, and he would continue to talk story with That's all of hilarious. his friends.
0: I think I do remember that. Yes, I think you guys would be at the window like, "Why are you in there? Why are you in there?" I remember being sad because that was the best parts of Aww, family get together yeah. talking to you mm-hmm. and seeing you catching up that was like the best parts of like my memory so it was always sad when you guys had to go yeah and that's like very typical of
1: like i guess big families i think yeah. maybe like other cultures do it but filipinos definitely Fili- filipino and hawaiians definitely have the two-hour goodbye. Like
0: Yes. But I'm surprised you were in the car. You <laughs> I was in the car, the, car the whole a, time. It was the two-hour sitting in the car goodbye. Exactly. That's what it was. Exactly. That's crazy. So
1: now we're making a podcast out of it. That's right. We just right. can shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> so our first topic for our first episode, we thought we would talk about projects and procrastination. It's great for us. Yeah, because we're always talking about things that we want projects we want to start, and it always seems to be like – I haven't picked it up or haven't made the time for it. So I thought that would be a perfect. And that relates to a lot of people, I think. I I think think so. A lot of people out there. Especially when it has to do with creative people. So um, like right now, when we started talking about this podcast, I was, my project at the beginning of the year was to write a novel. And so I had started it and then I, it was hard for me to get back into it. And then I said, okay, maybe I'll just start reading. So I was reading um, some books, some short stories, and I thought maybe I should be a short story. And so I thought, okay, I started writing that way. And then um, came back to the podcast and started thinking about writing content for this podcast. And that to me, I felt like I was gravitating more. So I find that, you know, at the end of the day, it's supposed to be fun, Yeah. And joyful. It's supposed to light your
0: your fire. It's Mm -hmm. supposed to light your fire. But on the other hand, I've also heard that creativity is not always fun. There are Mm. days that you have to do it even when you don't feel like it. Mm. You're not up to it. You just got to – it's kind of like writing. Mm -hmm. They say, you know, write for five, ten minutes every day, whether you want to or not. But it's easier said than done. That's hard for me. That five minutes, like, I – yeah. So I need to find something –
1: built in or something like that to just do that writing part um right now in terms of projects i have all these other projects that i have like christmas is coming so i have a list of like products that i want to like make um i have family portraits coming oh, up that you do,
0: fo- you do photography, photography oh, wow.
1: yeah so i'm like okay i need to get those done so I get distracted. Um, I started knitting. I had this, my little, my little knit thing that I, that I finished yesterday. So I started knitting because I was like, oh, that's a good thing to do while I'm watching Netflix. I don't
0: know you, how you do it. Because I'm girl. like, do I gotta be busy. <laughs> I can't just watch Netflix. I have to actually be creating something. She does a lot. Listener, she does a lot. I don't know how she does it. I'll tell I you. Know. Um, so what about you? What are, what are your own experiences oh. with your current projects? Goodness, that's hard. Well, like you, I mean, I am always in a never-ending cycle of writing a novel. Um, At first, Mm -hmm. it started off as a memoir, like we discussed. Mm -hmm. I was about 90% done cataloging my work uh, through the years. However, after attending Mm -hmm. that um, retreat, well, we went that on a, a, we yes. went on a, write, a
1: fabulous writer's research.
0: Fabulous. Fabulous. And I was inspired and reminded of the types of books I always wanted to write, which was romance. I feverishly mm. wrote for a few months. I did an outline, yes. which can strangely be the kiss of death for any of my projects, oh. doing an outline. We joked about that. Uh, began working on various parts. Then, like clockwork. Life and its challenges, its obstacles, got in the way, pulling my focus away from my creativity. Um, my daughter with her tasks and deadlines as a high school senior, my son with his lacrosse, home-based projects, covering the desk. Oh of- yeah, you have like real distractions. No, you have distractions I mean, That's real. it's 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 comparative. I mean, yeah, I have. It's just. Life gets so busy, you know. Mm-hmm. But the at the end of the day, it all comes down to discipline and consistency. It's easy to write when inspired, but it's harder to maintain the momentum when it feels like a chore. And I feel this is truth for people out there. Yeah, it
1: started to be something that
0: I would feel guilty for, like not
1: doing. Like I would write it in my things to do bullet journal. And it would always just get passed on to the next day to the next day mm-hmm. and then I got tired of not even you know crossing it out so I stopped putting it on there and it come I, when I when I was doing quilting um, I, I was doing quilting classes in in the local quilting store. I they're like, remember it's you're doing it for fun And that was like, wow. I became, like, I so something I need to finish now, and I need to catch up, and I need to keep up, and I need to. So I think I, I kind of have that, like, all-or-nothing attitude. Like, if it's not done all at that moment, then it can't be done. Like, if I don't have enough time to, to clean that the house, I don't sense. make the time for it because I want to get it done all complete.
0: Yes. Maybe that's, you know, that's probably how I feel, like, it's – I just want to sit in one continuous mm. moment and just write till I finish. But that's not going to happen. And it becomes hard. Like it becomes a chore almost um, to get that motivation. It's motivation. It's like dieting. You know, I have the the motivation and determination in the beginning. But sustaining that motivation is yeah, extremely difficult. True. You start losing. Even though you see the results it becomes work and it's not mm. fun anymore. And you burn, I burn myself out. I get burnt out. And I don't want that to happen with writing. Mm. Um, I don't know how to find that, the thing that's going to strike, stoke that fire consistently you you said that
1: you found ways to like built in like five to ten minutes of how did you get when you were doing it well, like how did you get yourself to do that? Because that to me was even harder. And that's when I had to look at myself, like maybe this isn't well fun, fun versus necessary. I
0: was like, Well see, but it was necessary. fun. That's why I was fitting in the five, ten minutes. It was like, oh, this is fun. I When did I, this I stuff want to do this. Fun, You know, I want to joke, maybe it was after Doing the outline. I kind of did the outline, and you know the outline okay. is basically your whole story. Yeah. You, you know from beginning to end what's mm-hmm. gonna happen. Maybe knowing that made me kind of lose interest in it. Not really, because it's still on my mind, but it just feels so structured almost. It doesn't feel free writing anymore. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm I have to fit it into this timeline yeah does that make sense yeah like it's not creative writing anymore it's writing because i have to do and that's how like college college Mm. felt like that for me when i was going i love writing but when i had to do it for for school Mm -hmm. or in that that structured way it became unfun it became Mm. see i i thrived in school because of the deadlines Okay. Because I
1: wouldn't get to do it if I didn't. I didn't have a deadline. Like I would never get. There's a lot of books that I never finished. Like because they were on to the next one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Because yeah. I couldn't read that fast. But in like there's certain things in my life. If I didn't have a deadline, I probably would never finish it. So I guess that's why I'm always like, okay, if I put in my book that I'm going to clean the whole house on Saturday. You know, but I don't have enough time, I won't do it because I'm like I have to get you have it. Done. To finish it. I'm a fin I like to finish things. Like if I start I like to finish it. That's like interesting. I will stay on this like I'm on the, like the committee here at my condos and um, it's like the one thing on my list on my plate that is not really that fun.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, why did I sign up for this? But um, I think it's because um well I'm staying in because I'm like, well, I committed myself. Yeah. Because that's the way I am. I'm like, yeah. I need to finish it or yeah. at least attempt to be in it for one year to say that I did it. You know, and then without being like, I don't know why I put put myself down. Like I'm a being a flake or I'm being lazy, but I'm not lazy. I have a lot of things going on. Yes, and I have to choose, pick and choose where I'm going to put my my energy into. So I feel like with me, one of the big causes with me is... Time, but I know i could, I should carve out time, so but i also that 's one of my excuses um too many projects, so I do have a lot of things that i I like to do that is part of like I have to do it it 's necessary for me to do it. Mm-hmm. Just for
0: life. Yeah. Because you enjoy it. Because I enjoy You enjoy, it. enjoy doing it. I enjoy it. it and it's very stress reducing for me. See, for me, I enjoy, right now I'm enjoying the motorcycle riding. Yeah, With my husband and planning those trips. But yes. I also love riding too. Yeah. So you're so good at it. Oh, thank you. Mm. It's just, but it is, I do have to make time for it. But we do have time. I can't say that we don't. Yeah. We, everything is an excuse. You know, mm-hmm. we do have time to, to work out and to eat properly. I have time five or ten minutes to write. Mm-hmm. So... You can car- As I said, I could carve out five to ten minutes. I just
1: don't make time for it in my day. So there is this podcaster that I listen to. Her name is Gretchen Rubin. I have read her book, Happiness Project, I listened to her podcast called The Happiness Project, I think it's called. And she uh, wrote in her blog, How to Finally Stop Procrastinating. Um, so I thought that was interesting. It's called The Four Tendencies. She has a book. I'm not sponsored by her at all. It's just um, somebody that I listen to often. And she has this book called Four Tendencies. Um, and that she believes that everybody's different on their motivations and how they are built So that's why not one size fits all. You have to know yourself to to get over your procrastination. So there's four tendencies. The first one is called the upholder. So the upholder is the person that really lives for um, the roles. Like they're good about discipline. They like structure. And they really thrive on um, guidelines and like steps. So if you're this type of person, she recommends that scheduling might be a good way to help with um, procrastination, like making it a part of your day, making it a non-negotiable. The second tendency that she talks about is called the obliger. So the obliger is the type of person that feels like, I guess they do well with committing, committing to somebody else, something. So it's the idea of you can count on me and I'm on and I'm counting on you to count on me. So they feel obliged. So these are people that like say they make a commitment to have an appointment with somebody. And even though maybe they might not want to go, they will show up because that person is counting on them or depending on them to show up. So if you're that type of person, maybe you would benefit from having an accountability buddy. Like, for example, maybe a writing buddy that would ask you how, much, how many words did you write today? Or um, let me see or hear what you wrote this week. Um, I guess that would be the same thing with exercise. When I thought about accountability, buddy, um, that works for some people. Like you have a workout buddy. You have somebody that checks in on you and asks you, like, share your food diary or something. The third tendency is called the questioner. So the questioner always has to ask why, like, why is this important? They need to be convinced that it's a good thing for them. That's worth their time. Um, They are, sometimes they're kind of like a big picture person. Like, what's the purpose? Why am I doing this? So they'll ask a lot of questions before they actually dive dive in and complete something. So if you are a questioner, maybe you need clarity, like, so if you're a writer, say for example, I'm going to bring that up because that came up in our conversation. Like, what is the purpose for your writing? Like, why are you doing it? Is to, is it to have to, to have fun, or is it to inform, or is it some kind of thing that you need to get out or express, or a story you need to tell? Like, what's the big picture? Like, what are you? How are you going to feel after it's all done? Um, and the fourth tendency that Gretchen Rubin talks about is the rebel this uh person is if you they don't like to be told what to do they um are kind of like the opposite of the upholder and you can't make me do it and neither can i cuz i'm um want to do something against the grain so um the that's the rebel the rebel is like why do we have to do it this way i like to do it my way so if you are a rebel then maybe what will motivate you is what are the negative consequences of you not doing something, you know. Um, so again, going with writing, what are the negative consequences? How will you feel if you don't do it? Is you know, or maybe like, how will you, what are the positive consequences to it? Um, they have to make up their own mind, it's not somebody else telling them that they should do it. So, looking back on it, I mean, like, I thought it was an interesting, um, interesting way to look at something because. I know SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, which is Specific, Measurable, Actionable, real, Realistic, and Time-Driven. Those are usually ones that they always talk about um, when you have to focus on goals. I, th- I liked this one because it was just more like, oh, it's to your personality. Because I know we're not the same. I, I really, it spoke to me, the upholder and the
0: obliger is me, for sure. I did. I did feel that when you when you said that I thought oh, yeah that, that
1: sounded like upholder for sure upholder for sure sometimes a blazer I don't like to say that I am an obliger, but I do like oh well that person like is counting on me so I shouldn't like I have to uphold my part of the deal so I I think I'm very much an upholder and obliger. what do you what did you think of, like about yourself?
0: you know I thought that was interesting when you went through the list in my head it was. Mm-hmm these things popped up. And you talked about being a holder and it being disciplined is my freedom. I'm not sure yet how that correlates. For me, for Mm -hmm. me, how does... Discipline give me freedom. I, I don't see that. Maybe that's just my. I think because probably you're not an. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm <laughs> no, I'm definitely not, girl. I'm not because an.
1: Opponent. I I'm always like, how do you do this? Like, give me the steps. I'll do it. Like, just tell me how to do it, and I'll do it. That's see, why just doing this podcast, I was like, okay, how do people do it? Like, I researched like a lot, and it makes me feel secure because I have a guideline.
0: That's how I see operate. and that and see. I'm not a great. Accountability buddy. Like Mm -hmm. it starts, because it starts to feel like a nagging. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what spouses are for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you just want to avoid the person. Mm -hmm. With regard to the questioner, I haven't found success with seeing the big picture or knowing my purpose. It doesn't inspire motivation, kind of like dieting. I know why I need to do it and I know how Mm -hmm. it's going to make me feel, but the motivation just doesn't spark. I guess I identify more with the rebel. Surprise surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know, I it's, and I, I am. It's like you I can I, I can't I can't make myself do it and you're definitely not going to make me do it but but the consequences you say what are the negative consequences if i really think about it i mean i truly do feel kind of if i'm not writing or being creative in some way i do feel that like i'm i feel kind of dead inside not, like, like, like i feel the, like the you're fire, not being the complete no. you No. Like, the like the fire inside it just feels like something's missing so that's a digging deep, though. I'm not saying that, oh, I feel like, oh, I got to write because I feel But I side. think that's I mean- interesting because
1: we're totally, like, not the same, you know? So that's kind of cool because, yeah, I definitely... I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I would say that you're the rebel. Because,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's I, I like, wish no, I were it doesn't more. have to be that way. I'm just going to do it this way. <laughs> I um, wish I were an upholder. I wish I could, you know, I, I buy journals and I buy planners yes. to, with the hopes that I can be <laughs> that way. But they just end up being empty, you know, like yes. piling up in my room. You mm-hmm. know, that's, but I wish I could be that way, but I, I can't. And I, I can't sometimes find that motivation. Some days it's hard. Yeah. Well, if I
1: was to follow this, then scheduling would be good for me. It has I haven't had success with it, but maybe because I don't follow a schedule. Like, I schedule everything, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to do it. So, in terms of that with writing. I find it with writing the most. Mm. I even question myself, like,
0: am I a writer? Like, maybe I'm not a writer. Which is interesting, right? Because you schedule everything. I, mean, I schedule I look at your pl- Her planner is, like, five inches thick. I'm not kidding. <laughs> but, I mean, how... I even scheduled
1: doing my nails. Like, right? that's how I am. I like checking off boxes. And it it's interesting you can't do it with and the writing. It it's like the writing. one little
0: box, five minutes. You know what? I think minutes. maybe
1: it's what I'm writing about. Mm. It feels almost painful because it's too connected, maybe. I don't know. I, I stepped away from it a little bit because it was a little too personal, even though it's not about me, but it's inspired by events that mm. I've gone through. Well,
0: maybe this maybe podcast, doing this, maybe. will spark that. That want and desire to go back and do it again. Mm -hmm. That's our hope anyway. That's our hope. That's our hope. What do you think about our discussion about projects and procrastination? What are your reasons for procrastination? What are some barriers or obstacles that hold you back? Maybe you have advice or tips on what works for you. We'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment on our social media pages like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for The Coconut Connection. Our handles are in the show's notes. Or email us at coconutconnection, the number two, at gmail.com. Wait. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> So what did I learn? What did I learn from this um, episode mm, that okay, yes, I'm a rebel. There you go. was that that that's basically it right there? No, um, I don't know. I don't know how to find that motivation i'm I'm hoping maybe someone out there can, can mm. give us some idea, something that they do that inspires that, but I've been doing this for years. Like I am like I said, I've been riding forever. I've been dieting forever. It's like I find the motivation, then it wanes. I find the motivation hmm. sustaining it. Well that's the trick. I definitely think we couldn't solve it in a half an hour. No. And um,
1: I think that I am a good scheduler and a planner, but I have to um, I have to actually do it. Um, but I actually have to find the fun in it. I think that's what I learned because I do find opportunities to be creative in other ways. I just don't do it in writing. So, or maybe I just write in a different capacity. I don't know.
0: You know, and I've, you know, I've learned I'm just the best damn rebel there is. I know it's <laughs> going to I what's gonna make me do a damn thing. I know it's going to make me do a damn thing. Oh, but you know what? But we finished
1: our first we episode. We did. We did. Yay, we the did rebel it. and the upholder, that's the right. two complete opposites <laughs> <laughs> got something done. <laughs> All right.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast, The Coconut Connection. I'm Jade. And I'm G. Until next time, try smize, no stink eye, stay woke, not broke. Peace.